everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer during the episode, if you hear any sort of barking, growling, scratching, toy squeaking, it is our dogs <laughs> in our house. We have no control over it. Um, just kind of let it go. So don't come at us because we're human. And also, another disclaimer, we do not condone underage drinking. So when we say, take a drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water. So for today's episode, we are going to be telling you and also recruiting some guests for a nice spooky episode for Halloween. Yay. And before we get started, telling you what we drink. Drum roll. Pina Colada. By 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. (laughs) Because it has been one type of week, man. It's been a couple weeks. And I, I mean, we have so many freaking trials and tribulations with technology. And there's only one bitch to blame for this. It's Mercury. Mercury and she needs to get out of <laughs> retrograde. Yes. Uh, I'm over it. Mark your calendars next Wednesday. Mercury is out of retrograde. Thank God, finally. And it freaks me out, too, because Halloween is a Saturday. It's which, a full moon. Which, yeah, and we have to set our clocks back an hour, and Mercury will be in retrograde. I'm just going to stay inside all day. I think that's probably the safest bet. Yeah, it's, like, terrifying. Yeah, I know. Although, this episode might be released on actual Halloween. I hope. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. We literally have no idea what might happen anymore. <laughs> Who knows? Mercury's really messing with us here, so... All right, but. Krista, we're going to start off with your spooky stories. Uh, okay. So, the most recent one and the most traumatic one, I think, that's just weird. Like, it's unexplainable. It's not anything horror, gory. So, Gio and I moved into a house last month. We bought our first house. Yay! And moved into it. And he went away for the weekend, so I was here by myself for, like, two weekends after we moved in. You know? Right. So, he got us new lamps for the bedroom. I promise this is going somewhere. We (laughs) got new lamps for our bedroom about a week before he left. So... He left on a Friday, but that previous Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night, we had these lamps and they didn't turn on. Like, they, nothing was weird. Then Wednesday night, my lamp on the side of the bed, the same lamp. Right. Only the lamp on my side of the bed turned on in the middle of the night. And I had to turn it off. Thursday night, same thing, but twice. And I had to turn it off. And I was like, uh, okay, well, maybe I bumped it. Maybe it's just like a power surge, whatever. So then Friday night, he left, and, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, like, what the heck, maybe I bumped it, or maybe my glasses bumped it, or one of the dogs somehow bumped it, because it's a touch lamp. Right. So Friday night, I came home from work. Julia was gone already, and I came upstairs, grabbed, like, my PJs and stuff, and was like, I'm just going to hang out downstairs with the dogs for a little bit. I came upstairs to go to bed, and every single light in that room was on. The light above, like, the switch light. And the two lamps on each side of the bed, both of them were on. So, I know for a fact I didn't turn either of the lamps on because I didn't even go near there. So, I was really freaked off, freaked out right off the bat, right? Oh, yeah. So, I thought, oh, well, maybe I might have switched 
the bedroom light on to get my PJs out of the closet. Right. And then I just didn't think anything of it, and I accidentally left it on and just kind of walked downstairs not even thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's great. That explains that, but it doesn't explain both of the lamps by the bed being on. Right. So then I turned it off, and I was like, oh, what the heck? Now I was super freaked out. So I was like, I'm going to stay downstairs with the dogs tonight. Like, and... To top it off, when we were in there, I was like, oh, maybe I just messed up. Like, it might have been an electrical surge. Simba, our one dog, was standing in the corner of the room, staring into the corner and barking at the corner of the wall. And it was on my side of the bed. And that was the lamp that turned on, like, throughout the week. So I was really freaked out. So I was like, screw this. And I stayed downstairs, turned the TV on, kept the TV on all night, kept, like, the hallway light on all night. I was like, I'm not messing with it. And Saturday, Julia's little cousin stayed here with me because we just moved in the house. And she was like, oh, you know, let's have a sleepover. And I was like, yeah. So we were like, you know what, we'll just both stay in the bed upstairs because we didn't have our guest room finished at the time. Mm-hmm. So I slept on Julia's side of the bed and she slept on mine. And my lamp didn't turn on where she was sleeping. But Geo's did. On the side that I was sleeping, it turned on. And I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. So I turned it off and it only turned off. Or it only turned on once. Mm-hmm. So I just turned it right back off, no problem. There were a couple other nights where it turned on twice. And the crazy thing is, is it's always between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Right. And that's it. Like, it doesn't turn on during the day. I've even unplugged the lamps, took them downstairs to see if it was a lamp or if it was something. Nope, they don't turn on. And then I even set up a camera in the bedroom. And they don't turn on throughout the day. It is only at that time of night. And besides the one instance where I came upstairs, it's always on the side of the bed that I was sleeping on. So I was so freaked out. So we got sage. Yeah. And we tried saging the house. And, of course, you know, there's no, like, user guide, really. Like, YouTube video, WikiHow. Yeah. So I, we literally YouTubed it. And the woman said, you know, just say, physically say what you want. Say you want the negative energy gone. Mm -hmm. Say you want positive vibes only. And sage it. So we looked more into it afterwards. And the whole point of saging is the smoke absorbs the darkness and the negative energy and disperses it well i was afraid to set the smoke alarm off (laughs) so we like had this little weak like poor excuse for a smoke coming out of this sage so these spirits were probably like what the heck they're like are you kidding me like this bitch she goes and gets sage she get us out of here and you know we're willing to gtfo but like she's got to give us something more dwindling like the smallest like you know the birthday candles that they put on yeah. the cake those produced more smoke than this did like there's no doubt but i was terrified to set off the smoke alarm because we have one of those ones where if it goes off it'll call the fire department if it's on for a certain amount of time. Yeah, we don't need them coming over. Right, and I was like, they're going to be like, well, what happened? I'm be like, listen, I got some spirits here. So then I, you know, that night, the lamp still turned on on my side, and I was like, whatever. And, you know, I kind of just said, listen, you know, negative energy be gone, whatever. And I was kind of like, if you're spirits and you want to hang out here, that's cool. That's fine. Just be chill. If you want to watch a movie with me when I'm downstairs, fine with that. You want to have some snacks while I'm gone, that's cool. But don't mess with my stuff. Yeah. Like, don't turn lights on. Don't mess with me. Don't give me bad vibes. Don't move my stuff. Don't make me lose anything. I'm not about that. And that, and if you're turning lights on, you're running up my electric electric bill. Oh, exactly. They don't pay. Like, you're not paying. You're not even paying to live here. If you want to live here, that's fine. But don't be an expense. (laughs) 
don't cause me to spend more money or on... you're gonna need to go get a little ghostly job somewhere yeah i mean they could work at the local like supermarket down yeah. the road and at least like bag some groceries for some <laughs> extra cash on the side so do the, your part yeah so the solution to the problem so we thought was to go and get surge protectors because we're like oh you know course, it's a yeah. surge of energy because i talked to our friend Kristen. Her boyfriend is an electrician. So I talked to him, and he was at the moment trying to make me feel better. Saying, oh, it could just be a surge of power, blah, blah, blah. But then as I explained it, Kristen even told me later, she's like, yeah, he was trying to get you to not freak out. But that's very unlikely. And the fact that it followed you to the other side of the bed, and the fact that it's only happening during certain hours, you know, it would be happening all the time if it was actually an electrical surge. And I was like, well, that's good. So we went and she told me this like after like probably a week later. Okay. And so Julio and I went and got surge protectors and, you know, his lamp was fine because, of course, he was sleeping on his side of the bed. So his lamp was like, whatever, I'm chill. And mine still went off. Sunday night, mine went off and I turned it. It was just one time and I tapped it, turned it off. And since then, I've had no issues. The lamp hasn't turned on. I can plug things into it. Nothing. No issues whatsoever. It was literally like the span of six or seven days. That was since we've had the lamp, but really only four or five where it was acting up and doing that. And it was just freaking to me that it didn't matter which outlet. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, like, it doesn't even matter what lamp. Like, they were two different lamps, and Geo's lit up when I was on that side of the bed, and mine lit up when I was on my side. And then I plugged them both in downstairs, and neither of them did that downstairs. I I mean, there's only one of two reasonable explanations for this. One, the spirits wanted to just, like, test you guys since you just moved in, and were like, we gotta see if these two can hang, and if they can hang, like, that's cool. We're not gonna run them out of the place. But, I mean, or. Like, they are like, okay, well, we're going to, like, mess with them and see what happens. And then you got, like, so annoyed by them. They were like, all right, we're going back off. We don't know what this bitch might pull. Like, yeah. <laughs> she might bring a priest in here. Like, we don't know. Like Right, but it was, like, so weird because I even looked into the history of the house because we went in house toward a house. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. We went and had a house tour in a house that was older, like, built in the late 1800s. And I got horrible vibes. Like, I walked into the basement. There was a meat cellar. No, we don't like that. There was, like, a jarring closet. Like, there were so many dark, like, murky nooks and crannies and closets and cupboards and hallways in this house. I immediately had chills down my spine the second we walked in, and we immediately walked out. So even before we got this house, I looked into the history, and there was nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. and if someone dies, I learned that they actually have to disclose that to you. Yeah. um, Because we were concerned about it in the one house, because there was, like, a giant stain on the carpet in the basement. That's reassuring. And they said, no, we don't know what happened, but no one died It was the meat cellar. It was the meat cellar. But they... Our one real estate agent was like, no, they have to tell you. Like, if okay. you ask, they have to tell you. If they did, they can't hide that from you. It's public knowledge. So, yeah. no one did. And then our neighbor actually has lived here since all the houses were built in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. He's like, you know, nothing's happened. Everyone's been really nice there. There's never been anything traumatic. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what would have caused that to happen. So, even to this day, like, I still can't explain it. And how it just suddenly stopped. Like, it still happened when I had the surge protector in it for a night. Yeah. And then it just stopped. 
I mean, I could just see you getting so annoyed and, like, having a conversation with these spirits one day and be like, okay, listen up. I literally do not have the time to no, deal I did. with you I did. today. I was so annoyed because I was, like, trying to get ready to go to work the next day. And, you know, I'm up all night because the freaking lamps keep turning on. And I was like, listen, if you guys want to chill, that's cool. But you got to actually be chill. Can't be messing with my stuff. Can't yeah. be making me late. Like, you can't run up our bill. Like. I was like, oh, please don't hurt me. I was like, listen here. Be Get like, your shit together. <laughs> I can take. I can take some throwing down some steps. The electricity bill? No, we're not messing with that. Absolutely today. not. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I hope it um, continues to go well for you. Um, if it doesn't, we'll hire a priest or something. I'm not sure if that's a real thing anymore. But, I don't know. We'll perform an exorcism or whatever needs to But there's no here. person that needs exorcism. Maybe you. I mean, that's just my personality. I don't think that I possess my demon. I think I just... Oh, God, I hope not. I'm crazy not. all the time. All right, all right. Fair enough. And we'll hire not, a priest to come and, like, yeah. bless the house and or something. And if not, this demon loves pina coladas. I mean, I would get some holy water, but I feel like if I touch it, it just, like, sizzle. So, I mean, we'll figure it out when it comes. I don't think I've had, like, very spooky stories like that. With well, your mom's house. Well, so when I... I mean, we lived in my, I lived in my parents' house for, like, 20-ish years, and when um, we first moved in, it's an older house, but, I mean, nothing really was super, you know, traumatic. My mom's had her own stories. Maybe I'll ask her to be a co-host and tell her spooky story in the house, but um, ever since I lived there, I just got, like, weird vibes, and I just kind of lived with it, and we've just kind of lived in harmony together with whatever, whichever person may have died in that house and I've always just like felt weird things like when I would be sleeping there's no like air circulation in my room unless I have a fan because the house is old so sometimes I'd feel like things like blowing against my like hair or my ears which is why I always sleep with the covers pulled up over me now because I was like you know what if it's there I don't want to know about it if it wants to stay and watch me sleep all night, that's up to it. I mean, like, I got better things to do. That's up to it. <laughs> so, to you. that's one thing. I mean, one time a couple years ago when I was, like, sleeping, I'm not, like, a very violent thrashing sleeper. So, I woke myself up because I, like, kicked really hard in the middle of the night. And I don't know if that was, like, me having a bad dream that I don't remember or if it was, like, literally, like, something pulling me because that's what it almost, like, felt like. I just don't want to entertain that, um, so we're going to let that one go. <laughs> and then when I moved into my new apartment in July, I have since found out by Kristen that it was probably sleep paralysis, but um, when I the first night we moved in, we were sleeping on the floor on a mattress because our bedroom furniture wasn't in, and... Um, I, what I thought woke up in the middle of the night, and I, like, saw something, like, there, like, at the end of the bed, um, and it really freaked me out, but, like, I couldn't move to, like, get up or turn or anything, and then, like, when I eventually, like, came to, I, like, got up and I didn't see anything there, Mm -hmm. and Kristen explained, like, a lot of people, when they have, like, sleep paralysis, and they they open their eyes in the middle of, like, this episode, they often, like, will see, yeah, yeah, hallucinate demons and stuff, so I feel like that's probably what it was, but Mike told me he, like, felt me move that night, and, um, he woke up, and then he felt like something sat on the edge of the bed. That's crazy. So I've just, like, had weird, like, inklings since we moved in, but I, like, I stay home alone all day, so that might also be it, and I don't know, it makes me want to move even more next July. 
whether there's a yeah. freaking demon or I just don't have time for it. Like I wanna I wanna do the exact same thing and like sage my place and be like, I don't have time for you today. Yeah. Please move Not on. Not today. And next we're gonna bring on a couple guests, but before we do, we're gonna take a drink break. Woo! Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Krista, do you know what I hate? What? How much money I spend on razors every freaking month, and I can never get a close shave with the ones I have. Oh, girl, you're going to the wrong things. I've been using Billy razors for about the past year. It's a subscription service. It's $9 every time you shave. You can do it every one, two, three months. You get a close shave. I do not get razor burn with them. They don't rust, and it comes with a magnetic shower mount that you can move to a different shower as well, and all kinds of cool stuff. So, and it's a woman-based company. We love that. It was founded in 2017, and they're awesome. We love to see it. We love women supporting women. So support other women and get some Billy. So update on the haunted lamp in my house saga. As I was recording an episode with Kylie the other day, I looked up in our closet, which is where I record because it seems to have the least amount of echo. And on the back of a door, there is a soup ladle child sticker sideways, not actually stuck to the door, but sideways kind of resting up against a little crack in it. I have no idea how it got there. I have never seen a sticker like that in my life, nor have I ever seen a sticker like that in my life. So I don't know if it was this little spirit or whatever weird's going on in our house, or if it was just a coincidence, like if it was from the child before and it just kind of fell through the door because there is a hole there. I have no idea, but that's my little update. And I don't know what it is exactly that could be in the house. And I really don't think I want to find out either. So our next story comes from my aunt Jill. Unfortunately, she was not able to record this segment herself just with scheduling conflicts. So she told me this story and I'm just going to tell you all. So a couple days ago, she was listening to a podcast that both of us listened to. It's called Morbid. Um, if anybody is into true crime or they're doing a spooky series right now, I would definitely suggest checking it out. But they did a specific episode on the Dybbuk box. And if you're not familiar with this box, you should definitely go check out their episode on it. They do a great job of explaining what it is and what has happened. But to say a long story short, the Dybbuk box is apparently the most haunted object in the world. And you aren't even supposed to look up pictures of this box because it is said that if you see it, even in picture form, that it could curse you or cause hauntings or bad things to happen to you. So during this episode, the two hosts were talking about how Zach Bagans, who is a host of Ghost Adventures, had this box in his museum and he had Post Malone come over to his museum and Zach Bagans actually touched the box and then Post Malone touched Zach's arm 
And after that happened, Post Malone had three very tragic things that happened to him that kind of questioned his life. But one of them was a potential plane crash. And I know I remember hearing about this. I didn't hear the backstory of it. And she did too. So she went on and was just kind of trying to look up an article about this plane crash, trying to just get a little bit more familiar with it. And accidentally pulled up a picture of the dip box. And she exited out right away. But after that happened, she was driving in her car and on a, you know, back road that has a reduced speed limit and she saw an owl and it was daylight outside and I'm not sure how many of you have even seen owls at nighttime, but I've never seen one at night or in the day, which is very strange. And it was flying slow enough that she was able to make out what it was along the side of her car and then it cut to the front of her car. And if you look up, you know, kind of what an owl stands for, it's basically a sign from the spirit world. And, you know, with that, knowing that information, she immediately went home, saged, had her good crystals out, used her good crystal energy to just make sure that nothing further happened. But this was just her personal PSA to not look up the Dybbuk box and make sure you're regularly saging and regularly using your crystals to avoid anything traumatic like that happening to you. So the other story I have, both of these actually take place at my mother-in-law and father-in-law's house. And it's known as the Gargoyle House. It's super old. It was built in the 1800s. Um, There's gargoyles everywhere. Like, it's just, it's so cool. But the one story relates to me directly, and the other story is from the point of view of my mother-in-law, but I couldn't meet up with her to get it um, in time. So I figured I would just share it because it's still just as creepy. But the first story was... I woke up in the middle of the night one night when I was staying at Julia's. We were in college. We'd come home for the weekends. But I woke up in the middle of the night and looked across the room. And all I saw was this, like, gargoyle shadow and these piercing blue, not even eyes. They were, like, where his eyes should have been. But they were just, like, lights. And I kept looking, looking, blinking, blinking, and it wasn't going away. And then all of a sudden, I blinked again, and it was gone, like not misty or anything. So I woke Julia up the next morning and told him about it. And I was like, was I dreaming? Was this serious? Like, did this actually? Like, I didn't know if I was going crazy. And he said, no. When I was little, I used to always see them. And so did, you know, my mom, my dad, my brother. We think it's the gargoyles because they have them throughout the house everywhere. I mean, they have them as decoration in the dining room, living room. They're on the actual house. They're on the pillars in the gate to come in the house. Like, they're everywhere. But he said they always used to see them. So it's not really like a spooky story, but like, it's kind of weird. This one is really freaky, though, because this is Nicole's point of view and she came home early from work one day and the house that they have is styled like it has a typical pittsburgh basement then it has a first floor second floor and then a third floor or an attic but it's a finished attic like it could be rooms because before they got the house in the nine 1900s at some point they were actually split into apartments it was like three or four separate apartments in their house so when they moved in you know they renovated and turned it into one big house but she came in and she heard something upstairs and their dog Ruger at the time, he's 130 pounds, he's huge, um, was going nuts. And 
you know, she heard footsteps up in the attic and she was like, oh man, what's going on? So she was like, maybe, you know, Anthony came home from work early. So she went to look and the dog was just growling, growling. He's like, she's like, oh, that's weird that, you know, he's up there and the door's shut and the dog's not up there with him. So she opened the door and the way that the stairs are is you go up the stairs and then there's like a little hallway and a ledge. So if you're at the top, you know, in the attic, you can actually look down and see the bottom of the steps. So she walked in and she looked up and all she saw was like this man with a real dark face like shadowed and long dark curly hair that was covering his face down over his face and his fingers holding onto the ledge looking down over the ledge at her and she freaked out sent the dog upstairs the dog went sprinting upstairs growling nasty she shut the door locked it because that dog like there's no way that someone could outrun that dog. So she shut the door, locked it, ran downstairs, called Anthony, said, you need to get home. I don't know what that is upstairs. I don't know if someone's in the house. I sent Ruger up there and I don't hear any screaming. He's just growling. And then all of a sudden it just stopped and the dog totally calmed down. And when Anthony came home, you know, they finally went upstairs and looked and there was no one there. There was no broken windows. There was no doors that were opened. I mean, there is no way to get out from the attic or third floor unless you open a window and jump. And there's not even a ledge for you to potentially even climb down. And all the windows are actually sealed shut, so you can't get them open. They have them sealed so the heat stays in. And... Yeah, it was just really freaky. And then after that, they never had any instances of that again where they heard the footsteps. She never saw that figure again. It was just really freaky. And, like, for the reasons, and, like, there's been times where I've been in the shower and I've heard a dog barking, but their dog was actually right outside the shower. And the dog, like, kind of growling or barking was at the front of the house. Like, it sounded like it was in the dining room or the walking area, but it was real faint. So it like just it's just so weird like some of the things I refuse to stay in her house alone now because it just it freaks me out I get a super weird vibe if I go up into the attic by myself so I just refuse to and I will not stay there alone at all ever. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed our own spooky stories and spooky stories of our family members. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to and watch out for our Bachelor recap on Monday and a new episode next Friday. Until next time.